It's Halloween in July on an extra spooky episode of In Another World. Listeners, I am your host, Zachary Landolt, and I welcome you to an episode that is centered around something that I have been obsessed with ever since my awkward middle school years, which is the horror genre. Before I was old enough to even understand what I was looking at, I was watching teens getting slaughtered all the time, having my mom look at me as if something was going to be wrong with me, but she was just hoping for the best. Luckily, I turned out mostly fine. I am fine. Everything's everything's okay. But I haven't killed anyone, so that's like, I think I'm mostly okay. So, I didn't think I could go into this, obviously, alone, but the question was who to discuss this with. And in my podcasting, you know, community building that I've been doing in the past few weeks, I stumbled upon a fellow LGBTQ podcaster who is also a huge horror fan. So, he is going to be joining me for today's episode. I'm so excited for you to hear our talk. And why don't we... Stop wasting time and cut to the chase. Today's guest is the host of the LGBTQ-themed podcast, Sunshine Steven, and a fellow horror movie stan. We decided to do a pair of horror movie-themed crossover episodes, so when you're finished listening to our talk, you'll have to head over to his show, which is also out today, to hear us go into on this topic even more. Listeners, please welcome to In Another World, Stephen Rice. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great in quarantine. <laughs> yeah. It, We're doing our best. It feels like a horror movie in real life. Oh, I know. Like, everyone's like, oh no, American Horror Story is not going to get to come out in the fall. And I'm like, do we need American Horror Story this oh. year? <laughs> I'm like, we're living American Horror Story right now. <laughs> yeah, life is taking care of that one for us. Exactly. Like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. Just go out. Well, no, don't go outside. <laughs> like, no, don't do that. And wear a mask. Yeah. It's funny because I remember hearing that they were thinking about doing a season of American Horror Story that was about, like, um, airborne diseases or, like, you know, stuff along that. Now, like, I think they probably won't do that. Yeah, I'm good. Like, I don't want to watch that. I could just turn on the news. <laughs> it's like, I'm actually not that sad about Handmaid's Tale not being able to come back this year because I just thought, I don't want to watch, I barely want to watch Handmaid's Tale from how vicious it is just in general, but especially after this year, I'm not in a rush to watch a dystopian <sighs> society where... I get you know, Yeah. I, <sighs> that's a good point, but I still, I'm like, I just, I'm just so like, what's going to happen? I want to know. But I, I feel like Handmaid's Tale, as much as I love it, I feel like mm-hmm. it's getting drug out a little bit oh same agreed i'm like all right let's wrap this up well especially the end of last season when spoiler alert if you haven't watched handmaid's tale um she doesn't even end up getting to go to canada and i'm like are you fucking kidding me like because i thought like because i thought she was gonna finally get out but then the next season was gonna be about her trying to get people out also like her i I thought the same thing i thought it was gonna be like an underground railroad moment but no. Yeah, and I thought that'd be really <laughs> exciting and a way to get her out of like the same surroundings mm-hmm. for another season. Because also at this point, other than me just being bored with it plot-wise, I also think the um, reality of it is not there because she yeah. would absolutely have been killed by this point in oh. the rules of this society. So yeah, it's for you know, sure. Spirit, 
yeah it needs i want like one more season if i could wrap it up in a season i think i would think it was perfect but i'm afraid it's gonna start overstaying its welcome like shows want to do yeah exactly Uh, so what have you been watching or listening to lately so uh, watching wise because we just got done with pride Mm -hmm. i binged like every gay or lgbtq plus thing that i could (laughs) Definitely queer. I was happy Queer Eyes new season came out. Obsessed. Mm. So I watched that. And then we, me and my husband, we watched a lot of like the bad, corny gay Uh, movies that you're like. Oh, like which ones? Oh, gosh. There was one. It was like called Steam Room Stories. Oh, my God. And it literally, it sounds like a porn, but it literally was about like these it was so like literally the plot of the whole thing was they found the fountain of youth in a gym that gay people go to oh my God. like in the steam room. And so oh this my. like quote unquote has been cosmetic lady is like, she gets her gay assistant to seduce another gay guy. So he could get in with their crowd to what? steal. Yeah. <laughs> But look, that's what? where we're at in the world. <laughs> when, was this, when did this get made? Uh, like, I want to say in the last, like, maybe 2015, 16. No. Oh yeah, it's recent. It wasn't like 2000. I thought it was some, like, 90s no. movie that I had not heard of. Oh, yeah. That's, that's embarrassing. It was like, <laughs> oh. But that's where we are with gay movies now. And, and like, yeah. even now, like, the popular, like, Call Me By Your Name, two heterosexual actors. <laughs> We know me and my me and my roommate who's also gay. We were talking about this the other day, and he was like, "He's like, I don't know what's the barometer of this because we didn't seem to have a problem with Call Me by Your Name, but we're bothered by like this movie." And I said, "I think it's about are they a good enough actor that they mm-hmm. actually make me believe that there was homosexual desire in the right. story?" And in Call Me by Your Name, I will say, if you had told me they secretly had a gay love affair during filming, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, that, that checks, out. I, I checks know, out." Okay, I haven't seen it because I'm like. <sighs> I know it's it's such it's so it's so beautifully made that to me it it's that plus how it reads so believable yeah. I I give it a pass in my little gay brain because okay. I usually am bothered when like oh look another like a uh, heterosexual males get nominated for Oscar yeah Brokeback Mountain is I can't I can't with Brokeback Mountain I watched Have you ever it. seen it yeah I've seen it and I watched it and I was like mm. there's one scene in particular and I don't want to get too graphic. Oh whatever. Oh please. This okay. Is We're gay. Yeah. All kinds of shit. The part where they're fucking in the tent and he just like licks his hand and goes. I said no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Like that's <laughs> that's not gonna feel nice. And like, granted, they do believably show it on Jake John Hall's face because he does yeah. not look um. Not yeah exactly. But I was just like, this is no. We know the difference between that and Call Me by Your Name is Call Me by Your Name has something that I that wasn't in Brokeback Mountain that I wanted, which is really tender love scenes that oh, actually good. show like desire and love and romance. See that I whereas, can get down to, yeah. Yeah. Whereas cause that's thing, Call Me by Your Name is just like a beautiful utopian idea. Like what if there was like an accepting family that allowed their son to like, right. you know, explore himself. You know, it's just I mean it's a little like slightly um privileged and it's yeah, new, but it's such a course. beautiful story that I'm kind of like, you know, now I'm what gonna you have gonna to do? watch it. I'm gonna have to watch it. I do I think you should. I, I did enjoy oh, was it Freeform? 
they did the something about Harry, I think was the name of it. Did you ever watch that? No. What is it? It's like a rom-com. I mean, done by a major network. It's a rom-com oh, wow. with a gay couple. And at least one of the actors is gay. The other one's very questionable and hasn't <laughs> commented on his sexuality. But I was like, mm-hmm, girl, suspect. <laughs> like, if you turned out to be, I wouldn't be like, shocked. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, oh, no. But it was so good. And I was like, finally, we get like a gay rom-com that's yeah. not all about but i guess maybe well no i guess call me where your name from what i've seen it doesn't look like a a rom-com it looks more like no a, it's a, a drama rom, yeah, yeah, a rom, drama. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rom drama but like this was a rom-com altogether and i was just like oh this is nice and for it to be on like a major network and on tv and stuff i was like look at us go but then you have like right after that 50 heterosexuals <laughs> like, oh, no yeah we get like the one yeah, but like, it was like, nice that kids nowadays could see like that or they could see love victor you know there's yes. more than we ever had when we were too, younger. Though. oh yeah for sure i never thought but i did watch i binged all of love victor and so i still haven't watched it i loved it but i know it's getting a lot of hate because the character that plays the the main gay character is not gay and i was like oh well maybe so there's a running joke because they're like there's only like one gay person in this show and i'm like oh my god great yeah it's always that debate of like do does a production need to be all gay performers if it's about gay people because you know then straight or gay performers want to play straight sometimes but i think the thing is like I just think there needs to be more representation if they can find it because kids are still not used to seeing that. So it's just nice to see it more. Like, I don't think it's like, if there's a cast of a show and there's a couple of straight actors also playing gay people, but there's still a predominant number of actual queer performers. I think I'm better with Um, it. Yeah. 100%. Well, so you're tell the audience about your podcast, Sunshine Steven. Oh yes. So I started it in the wake of quarantine <laughs> because mm-hmm. what else are you do yeah it's literally it was, uh march 25th is when my first episode and it was a wild ride because the <laughs> week before is when i don't know what state you live in i live in north, north carolina oh my god so do i <laughs> yeah yeah and <laughs> i thought you knew that <laughs> i did not know clearly i'm oh horrible at research i, I did I, my research oh god he's gonna like <laughs> you're gonna blow, here's your address your social your mother's maiden name oh my I god i say that on on camera or on, on i say on camera there's camera. no camera on me on mic <laughs> no on my oh gosh now i well, okay anyways so <laughs> i have more questions i'm gonna research now but um <laughs> It all started going downhill, like, the week of my birthday, which was March 20th. And oh, yeah, that is when all shit went down. Yeah, that's yeah. when it started going down, and, like, my work was like, okay, people need to go work from home, and I was like, okay. and But my husband was sent to Florida for his job. Oh, God. Yeah, for a couple weeks, so I was alone for my birthday, and I was just like, oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah, and it was super, and it, I started watching, oh, gosh, on Apple TV oh what's it called it was like out now visible or something like that i feel so bad i'm butchering the name but it's all about um going back to what we were just talking about queer representation mm-hmm. in television and movies and how we've progressed oh, wow i need to watch that it is so it, there's what's it like, called? i want to say it's out Ooh, there's a, like it's it's so good and it has a lot of good narrators um like mm-hmm. it, it but it goes back to like the beginning of like television and stuff like that yeah. how it was mainly you know gay people drag and everything was the quote-unquote 
butt of the joke and everything oh, and yeah. now we've progressed and we have a lot more and i was like oh i wish i could like school some baby gays and straight people <laughs> on some gay stuff and also bring laughter and light and everything but i've been thinking about doing a podcast for a couple years now because i also mm-hmm. am writing my memoirs which are going to be hellacious um, oh my. yeah they a lot of shit goes down but <laughs> I, I was like oh it, it would be nice nice and smart to build an audience with a podcast and then have a book come out or vice versa so i was just thinking about it and then i went to go visit my husband for a week and while he was working and i was working like i would get off at 4 30 but he would have to work until like six so i had a couple hours and i was like you know what fuck <laughs> i'm just gonna start a <laughs> podcast and it was so like i felt like it was season one of rupaul's drag race <laughs> like low budget all the shade low budget oh, i feel like, that way about my show i'm still like and someday i'll listen to these episodes and go hee 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 literally how i feel yeah i was literally like <laughs> randomly placed the only place that i could get where my dogs would leave me alone and it wasn't as much noise was <laughs> in one of the closets <laughs> oh yeah I, I almost made my closet into my recording space literally i thought about it but then i'm like oh that's too much so i sat in the closet and i only had um a pair of headphones and just went with it and then now of course i got a mic and everything but i've learned it's been a, a growing process but i it, i think it definitely started out as I wanted to like kiki and have fun with it, but now it's starting yeah. to turn into a little bit of um, one of my friends said a, a listen and learn <laughs> type of project because some of the things that I'm talking about, like in my past episode, we just talked about, you know, um, homelessness and poor people and everything like that and um, all that and like what we can do when we ate billionaires alive because they have all this <laughs> money and they just sit there with it and i'm like oh gross yeah you definitely get into like the important topics it's, yeah. it's a very topical show i love it and i already have haters which i love like oh i, I want that, haters that's okay I'll, I'll make a fake profile and send you a, a <laughs> awful thing. i literally got shade like people being like do you but do you really hate gay people that vote for trump and i'm like <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Everyone's like so political correct. I'm like, no, I no. think that's despicable. Yeah, yeah. I'll say it. If that I makes do. someone not like me, then like, I don't correct. Know and that's how I, because at first I was like, you know, I don't want to put my views way out there. But then what started happening, you know, with all the racism that has mm. never gone away and is still a thing. I was like, now's the time to use, and again, I'm a, a white <laughs> male too. So yeah. I, there is some privilege, even though being gay gives you a little bit of a but you recognize where you're seeing correct stuff being abused which i think is okay to say like hey i've been noticing this it doesn't mean that you know what the experience is like but like for me some of the most racist things i've heard have been from other gay men about yeah like if i say oh here's this guy i'm talking to and if he happens to not be white they go oh wow he doesn't seem like your type and i'm like what do you mean what do you mean not my type oh i hate Um, that because i've i've because i've been I've got, I've dated like Asian guys, black guys, Mexican guys, the like uh, Filipino. Like I, I just to me like if they're cute and nice and funny, that's really my yeah. set criteria. So it's just so weird when I would hear people yeah talk about. I didn't think that was your type because it just sounds gross. Yeah. Just, uh, oh yeah. I I almost like I'm not a violent person, but I almost punched somebody once. This is why I don't really have a lot of <laughs> gay friends because he was literally talking. We were just talking and chit-chatting. We weren't super close, but, like, we've known each other. And I was, like, 
this was a while back, like a couple of years ago when I was dating and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, we were sharing pictures, like, oh, this is who I'm seeing. And he was like, oh, somebody, he was like, oh, he's cute for a black guy. And I was like, <gasps> what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I was just I've like, definitely heard that. I was like, this is, I'm done here. Goodbye. <laughs> like people are gross. So <sighs> yeah, I, I was like, I'm going to use my voice and continue to use it. So I just started to put it more in my podcast. And so far it seems to be going pretty well. So. Yeah, I've 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 genuinely listened to it. I know I meet a lot of podcasters, and I tell a million people like I'll listen to your show, yeah. and I never don't mean it. It's just that there's so little time now, correct? With all yeah. the editing and everything, but I have actually listened to your show, and I, oh, I do well, enjoy you. it. I have listened to yours, but I'll be completely one thousand percent. I've listened to two episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's better than nothing. Yeah, well, it's like right now there's just a lot going on. Oh so yeah, oh please. Like I mean, yeah, this way I tell people I'm like I promise I'm not lying if I say I'll listen to your show. Like I will yeah. at one point listen to it, but right now, especially for me, I'm just starting with my show, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to like back catalog episodes Same. so that yeah. I don't have to be like working around the clock because the Correct. first couple of weeks I was doing too much. It That's was, how it was I, exhausting. Yeah. I've also been super engrossed with reading because I'm a nerd, mm. and I do you read. You know, That's I always no. say I'm going to <laughs> read. No. <laughs> I, I can I, tell. I, so, I used to be such a reader when I was a child, but something happened to me as I got older, and I just—I'll tell I don't you what know. it is. I'll tell you what it is because this happened to me, Mama. So, <laughs> all growing up, I loved reading. I always got like top reader. Would always read. Yeah. Like I would get in trouble. Like actively get in trouble. My mom would come in at like one o'clock in the morning and be like, "What are you doing up?" And I'm like, "Reading." And she's like, "Oh, oh no, same." Better than they, we do this accelerated reader something. tests and stuff. Oh, I loved that shit. Oh, yeah, I that would like, like. I would tank up those points. Oh, like, I would. I'm getting that free pizza party. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I want that. I want that personal pan pizza. Hey, pizza. Exactly. So I was always <laughs> like that. But then from like high school to college to early adulthood, I didn't pick up a book unless it was like from a class or something so i was like bitter i was like i want to read what i want to read i don't want to read this book or anything like that but then i started because i studied criminal justice and had to read a lot of like read about this child getting murdered and all this horrible stuff so so for a while i was like i don't want to (laughs) read anything at all so it scarred me but now i'm just like so into it but i have to give a shout out my new favorite book of all time it's red white and royal all time wow all time oh my gosh it's so good it's the 2016 and 2020 that we deserved there's a woman president and her son falls in love with uh, a prince in england and they have a beautiful love story and it gets scandalous i feel like it's the gay like 50 shades of gay because it gets scandalous oh it's so i was like oh i'm so tired of reading all these heterosexual like okay like flip through the pages like oh i'm so yeah i'm so sick of these like heterosexual salacious like 50 shades of gray or what's that that new one that's like the huge deal right now where it's like this guy holds this woman captive and then she gets free god it's on netflix or something it's apparently it's like fucking crazy like it's it's like supposed to be like notoriously awful that but it's a whole awful. trilogy of books Ew. yeah Wait, I, don't, that... I have no in- i just mm, yeah uh... i can't yeah i'm tired of that but this book is being made into a movie so i'm like we're getting our 50 shades Ooh. of gay i'm so oh. excited oh that's very exciting. but they better they better because i mean they were it was scandalous in some parts like i would read oh. and be like oh it went there <laughs> like oh okay 
So you I'm here for it. <laughs> the, the heteros get all of their sex scenes. Correct. It's time for us to get some more. And exactly. Okay. And yes, I, I'm here for it. But yeah, so more of the story. <laughs> I will try <laughs> to listen to more podcasts. I just really... I, I just I just couldn't put that book. I finished it in like four days. <laughs> it's like oh my, it was, how many how many pages? Like four hundred and something. That's a lot to me. Yeah. <laughs> like the only little the only books I still read. I do like reading biographies. That's oh, like okay, the good. one thing. Like I if, you're gonna if, be like if, goosebumps. <laughs> uh, no, not like that. But like. I remember when um, Amy Schumer released oh, yeah. hers, and like I read Anna Kendrick's. I read, um, God, I read, I read a whole bunch. I read, I read a lot of those. So I'm always on the lookout for like a biography. But then also now I'm even lazier. And if I find out they're also going to do a book on tape where the author just reads the book, I'm like, well, I'd rather hear them read it. Oh my gosh! Well, if anything, Jonathan Vanass is over the top. That should be. Oh, I heard that's great. It's so good, and he does do the Audible too oh lovely lovely yeah but see, yeah because then i go well i'd rather hear their voice saying it yeah and but... who doesn't love jonathan vanessa's voice like <laughs> read to me yes <laughs> so i do a segment with all of my guests called your birth in pop culture i'm so which is where i take your birth date and i tell you pop culture related facts connected to your date of birth uh i'm gonna say the numbers on 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 the air is that okay oh my birthday yeah Try to still my. You never know. You could be trying to pass for like twenty. Yeah, no, I'm like, yeah, go for it. (laughs) I don't think I passed as twenty though. So, so the date into pop culture was March twentieth, nineteen ninety three. The number one movie at the U.S. box office was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. In their darkest hour, come four brave fighters from another time. Another place, another species. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Help, I'm a turtle and I can't get up. Oh, okay. (laughs) And the number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 was a song I've never heard of called Informer by the band Snow. anything no <laughs> Who's yeah same no. I, I i like i don't even know what this is oh that's i usually, that. That, I usually put a clip in after i tell what the song is so you'll finally know what it sounds like when you listen to this okay good because i'm like <laughs> oh damn i was hoping for like a pop star moment but okay no, I, mean, I know i'm so watch sorry. me listen i was so to disappointed it. For i know you. I went, oh, watch me listen snow. to it like, oh my god i love this song <laughs> what well, I, I have looked up songs for people in the past and been like oh it's actually it's kind of a good song yeah oh. <laughs> and then my brain goes well yeah it was number one on the billboard hot 100 Duh. yeah true <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take a little break and when we get back we're gonna dive into the horror genre yay Okay, and we're back, and we, of course, are here to talk about horror movies and why we both love them. Yes, 
They're the yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, so I mean, when did you when did you get into horror movies? Were you young? Oh, I was a baby. I okay. Oh, how young? Well, not like I didn't come out of the womb like, oh, let me watch Freddy Krueger, but yeah, that <laughs> that is him. yeah. No, I think it looking back because I I did I I did a lot of soul searching for this. I take this stuff very mm-hmm. seriously. So yeah, I went yeah. back and thought, and I was like, baby Steven always had an obsession with like something that was supernatural or slightly mm-hmm. scary, even for a child. So I yeah. I wrote a list of telltale signs that I was going to oh, yeah. be obsessed with um, horror. And I think the, how many do, one, two, three, four, I have four main things that made me go. Oh, please, yeah. Yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <gasps> Same. Obsessed. The movie or the show? Um, The show. The movie isn't that bad but it's not that good but i loved it when i was yes. a kid i thought it was still like yes. badass it's so yeah like buffy is amazing and such an icon mm. and then Charm, yeah, i'm doing an episode on it and in a, in a little shut bit. up no yeah. it's yeah. it's like one of my number ones like it is oh, same. it was the first show i was like truly obsessed with I, same it was like yeah. I, I was like, I want to be Sarah Michelle Gellar running in these. Oh, yeah. I want to be her so bad. Killing. I still do. Yeah. I mean, Angel. Spy, I mean, come on. Who? You get two hot yeah. vampires after you. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Poor me. Like. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then uh, Charmed, the original, of course. Mm, yeah. Obsessed. Um, yeah. So good. And Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Duh. Which actually yeah, okay. yeah. came out in 1993, which makes me feel super old. Oh, you were born into it. <laughs> yeah, I was literally, yeah, it was, yeah. It, and I'm excited for a sequel, but they better have the regular. If the original three are character. not in the movie, I'm I don't going want, to think, yeah. why are you making this? Like, I don't no want one any wants to watch this. Yes. Yeah, and, no. and then the last one, and I'm just really realizing I have an obsession with witches, The Craft. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I loved oh, the craft. Yes. Oh, I thought I was Wiccan because of the craft. Same. I, I was like, I have power. <laughs> yeah, like I remember, I went to the to the New Age section of the bookstore and got basically like Wiccan one hundred and one. It was it was a whole thing. I started wearing all black to middle school, and all the kids Same. were like, "What is he doing?" Because I wasn't even like authentically goth or anything. Same. I was just doing oh. what I thought looked hip. I did the same thing. I would wear black, and then I also. <laughs> I had a chain mm-hmm. wallet. Do you remember those? <laughs> I did too. Oh my god! Oh, I, I was living my best fantasy, and I was like, "Let me put oh, some herbs together." I remember there's this tragic story where there was oh this floor length or like near floor length pleather coat, black pleather coat that I needed because it looked just like Ferruja Balk's coat from the craft. My mom was like, "It's a very expensive coat. Are you sure you want that coat?" Yes. I'm like, "Yes, mom. It's what I want." So she finally gets me this coat. I know it was like a lot of money. I wear it to school the first day. And like, <laughs> I was walking down the hallway. Like, oh. I'll never forget this kid's voice in my head. This kid just goes, <laughs> nice coat. <laughs> and I instantly went, oh God, I can't, I can't wear this coat. And I just stuffed it in my locker. And then my mom one day said, why do I never see you wearing that coat? It was so awkward. Somebody stole it. It's just funny how, like, in middle school, you can have all the confidence in the world, and all it takes is, like, one awful kid one, to be like, yeah. <laughs> nice coat. Yeah. And you're like, oh, never mind. Yeah, totally. I'm obsessed oh. with her, by the way, random sidebar. And if I do that too much, just somebody shut up. Um, oh, I love a sidebar. <laughs> okay. Um, my favorite movie of all time is The Wizard of Oz, which, again, has, like, a supernatural... Oh, 
I mean, there's a it witch. It, it like talking monk, like not talking monkeys, talking scarecrows, flying monkeys and shit. But um, it fly. Little known, most people don't know this that there was actually a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. <gasps> yep. And it starred. What is yep. her name again? Because I don't want to butcher it. Veruza Balk. Yes. And it, that movie's insane. Insane. It's on Disney Plus now for y'all that are like. It's on Disney Plus. It is because it's owned by Disney. It was a Disney. <gasps> oh, right. Because it's very dark. It, it starts so with her dark. like in a mental institution getting like Correct. shock therapy. It's really crazy. And the the evil queen switches out heads <laughs> throughout oh the movie. Well, and the wheelers were oh my terrifying God. when so, I was a child. And so it kills me because people are like, the Wizard of Oz scared me as a kid because the monkeys are the witch. And I'm like, bitch. Look at the sequel. <laughs> like that. Hell, is... even even the characters we're supposed to love, I still thought they scared Creepy, me a little yeah. bit. Like that that um that huge was it Jack Skellington or whatever or not Jack Skellington but like Pumpkin Jack Pumpkinhead. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. he fucking terrified me. P. <laughs> and plus, I was like, uh, where's Toto? Like, yeah, where is Toto? What's going on? Like, this was, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but she started that. She was she was a baby. But she was a baby. Yeah. She was very a 90s actress. Like, she I remember was. thinking, yeah, she's it. And then she kind of went nowhere. Yeah, there's, oh, there's actually a horror movie, and I can't remember because it wasn't memorable, <laughs> mm-hmm. that we watched a while back, and she was in it. it but oh, Farooza Balk? She was, she was in it? She was in what? Oh, and I just oh, meant Farooza Balk. It was yeah, very... yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you said a, a movie name. Oh, no. She she oh, makes sense for horror. I mean, I'd love totally for her to do does. more horror. She she has the face for it. I want to say it was Hulu. Oh, they have all sorts of horror shows. They do. Um, and it's I remember the premise of it was like a whole bunch of people were renting a house, and she shows up and is like very cuckoo cuckoo. Oh god! And then gets an altercation and gets murdered. I'm gonna have to look Spoiler it up. Spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. But I mean it's in the video. <laughs> yeah, but she was in it and I was just like, oh my god, like I know who that is. And my well, speaking of day. Hulu horror movies, I just watched um it's called The Lodge. Have you seen this? No, but I keep seeing the uh like the recommended it's there. Yeah, I won't tell you anything about it because it, it had a fucked uh plot. It, it, like it did not go the place I thought it was going. Oh, so I, I I love movies like that though. Well here's the thing. It's a weird movie where like me and my roommate both talked about this. We were like, I liked it, but I also don't know if I like would recommend it, but I mm. guess I liked it. It's just like weird. Like I there are parts of it I think are brilliant and other parts where it felt like it just needed like to be 20 minutes shorter. Like they spent yeah. like too much time with this one plot line. True. But I do think it's worth seeing at least though because it really at least had something fresh to say and also it had one of my favorite 90s icon actresses in the first part of the movie it had alicia silverstone from clueless shut up oh i have to yeah and i went like i remember she showed up and i was like that actress looks just like alicia silverstone and then i kept looking at her face and i went that is (laughs) i I think that's alicia silverstone (laughs) i'm obsessed with her she was great like it was it wasn't a very like big part but she was she was very very good i was like go you go show heroines yeah i feel like a lot of 90 actors and actresses now are so Mm -hmm. like bitch i got my coin i don't have to do much but like once in a while they get small parts or whatever just to be like yo bitch i can still do the thing but they're just focusing on them and their family and i was mad respect to that but at the same time i was like can we get another clueless (laughs) like oh my god like or like i want i want (laughs) 
I want Sarah Michelle Gellar to get like more work. Like I, yes. she's such an amazing actress on Buffy. Yes. She oh, I love her so much. What's funny is like, of course we love Buffy. It's so iconic, but I found out later that it pretty much like ruined her film career because she oh, yeah. turned down so many like great parts that were offered to her because she couldn't do them because of Buffy. Yep. Yeah. She turned down, I think they wanted her for like Gangs of New York. Yep. They wanted her for Fight Club. Yeah. For like a couple other things. I'm like, damn. I think it's really hard in general when somebody plays a role for that long. And it's so hard for them, anything you're going to see them in, like her, anytime I see her, I'm like, okay, it's Buffy. I'll never forget, like, Daniel Radcliffe. Anytime I see him, I'm like, oh, Harry Potter. Like, it's so hard. Well, especially if it's, like, a fantasy or an action theme show, I think it's even harder. Yep. Because that's already a a niche within itself. So it's like, what are you doing, Harry Potter? You should be fighting Voldemort right now. (laughs) Right, like, if I see Sarah Michelle Gellar just playing, like, a mom that's, like, drinking a glass of wine in her kitchen, I'm like, um, you saved the world. Like, what are you doing? Like, waiting for a vampire to pop out and try to steal her wine. (laughs) She doesn't kill it and kills him. I always thought that maybe Joss Whedon was gonna try to get her into the, like, Avengers universe somehow, like, in some sort of role. I think she could do something great. I think so too. Because look at all those like fights she had to do on that show. Exactly. She did a lot of the fight choreography. And she's still in like impeccable shape. Oh, she's barely aged. There was this picture oh. that was posted a couple years ago where it was her, Selma Blair, and Reese Witherspoon. And honestly, all three they of all, them. I would say they all look exactly the same. <laughs> exactly the same. Like Reese Witherspoon, it's so weird. Like she'll play like her character on Big Little Lies where she's supposed to be like early 40s. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's fine. Lies. But then she was on the morning show and I was like, she could be 32 in this. Like, she exactly. looks so young. Like, that's crazy. 100%. Uh, so, f- what were the first type of horror movies that you got into when you were a kid? Because for me, it was like slasher movies, like Same. the Scream movies or yep. Halloween. I literally yeah. have yeah. written down, like, uh, it was it was the slashers. It was the Freddy Krueger, Jason <laughs> movies, Friday the 13th, Chucky um oh, yeah. i i want to say though the first movie which i shouldn't have watched <laughs> was scream like the first like yes same oh, i was so terrified i was so it. terrified and like i was really it's funny now because i can watch movies and i don't get scared by them i just love the art of it yeah, yeah. Like, i get spooked a little bit but not like <laughs> like when i was a kid i'll never forget i watched uh pet cemetery <gasps> it god. fucked me up it fucked me oh, up god. so bad they i am never forget my mom was working and my two older sisters were babysitting and they let me watch it and then Mm -hmm. i was petrified they had to call one of our neighbors to come settle me down because i just kept crying and screaming and my mom was so mad like why would y'all let him watch that now i watch and i'm like oh these effects (laughs) are different yeah it's funny when you're a child what's like terrifying which is like truly horrible not to circle back but just because it was such a it was such an important integral thing i was obsessed with the scream trilogy when i was younger like that was where my movies like i would be like researching the sequels online between like production like i was i was obsessed i'm still obsessed and i i'm ready for the fifth one God, I still think the opening scene of the first Scream movie is maybe one of the, the best. best scenes in horror it set like, history. Blue, it, to me, it set the blueprint. Nightmare on Elm Street. 
Is that the one where the guy had knives for fingers? Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Freddy, that's right. I like that movie. It was scary. Well, well, the first one was, but the rest sucked. So, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> Why? You want to ask me out on a date? Maybe. Do you have a boyfriend? Mm, no. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. What did you say? And I don't want to skip ahead because I know you're, I, there's favorite films on the list, but like, <laughs> but you know, whatever it's yeah, it's there. there's no rules. <laughs> okay, because I screen, I love them. So I actually the one episode, oh. well, I did two episodes with my friend Kelsey, um, mm-hmm. who loves the gay. So she's probably going to be your number one supporter when she listens to this, and <laughs> she's obsessed with Scream as well. And I gave a whole rundown of how I think Scream Five should go. <laughs> like, okay, this is good to know because part of your game later in the episode, there was a sub category that was all Scream um, oh, characters. Oh, I was I... worried you might not be uh, versed enough in Scream, so it's oh, good to know that you are obsessed yeah, with good. Scream. When I loved, I was really always into the women in horror movies. I don't know if you were the same way. Because I loved Nev Campbell so much. So freaking much. The most iconic scene is when she calls the killer's bluff and she goes out on the porch and she's like, what am I doing? Picking her nose. And I'm like, yes, bitch. You don't, you don't be no scared. No, no man. Like it was so good. The scene I loved with her was at the end where she tricks the killer into oh, not knowing yeah. she's in the closet and then stabs him with the umbrella, umbrella through the closet. Which I don't uh, think could ever happen, but okay. No. <laughs> but I remember being like, fuck yeah, stab him with the umbrella. Yeah. And it just continued. Uh, like, I don't even, I know Scream, oh, which one was the, the Hollywood one? So Scream 3. Oh, the third. Yeah, where people were like, uh, about it, but I still liked it. I thought, oh yeah, I mean, I I recognize it's the least correct. good of the first three, but I yeah. still was very entertained by it. Did you like the fourth one? So I have thoughts on the fourth one. If you want to hear them, of course. So they had said they were setting up like a new trilogy, and it was going to be a whole new spin on mm-hmm. the franchise. And I thought I saw where it was going, and it didn't go quite this right. way. So when Emma, um, not, wait, no, what's her name? Emma Roberts. Yeah, I was gonna say Emma Watson. I'm like, not Emma Watson. No, that's Hermione Granger. <laughs> oh my god. No, but when Emma Roberts was revealed, spoiler alert. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. We're talking about horror movies, yeah. and so if we start talking about a movie, we're probably gonna talk about the killer and stuff. Correct. So spoilers, just going ahead. Um, but when she's revealed to be the killer, I thought what was gonna happen is that she actually does kill Sydney, Same. and it ends with her looking like the hero. Yep. And then in the sequels, it would be like dramatic irony that we know she's the killer, but everyone yep. else doesn't. But then, no, it just turned out that she died. Um, so I still enjoyed it. I, it was great to just see all of them back in the franchise. Okay. So honestly, I probably would have loved almost anything. Yep. But I thought it was clever enough. I liked the opening where it was the fake out within the fake yeah. out within the fake out. Um, I'm excited to see a fifth one, especially because it sounds like they are trying to still connect the original yep. characters and not just reboot the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Because- but what are your thoughts on a fifth one? You said you had like a whole idea. Oh, I do. I th- Oh, I think it should be no pun intended i I feel like it needs to be they kill it (laughs) like that it's done like the last one i'd like that yeah and then go with if they want to branch off because they had that the scream uh the television show that mtv did yeah i never watched it it was good but don't go into it thinking it's it's completely a different story different i heard it didn't even have the ghostface killer costume nope it did not that's insane to me that's like the reason to do it yeah it like yeah so like why even call it scream if they're not gonna correct. Really you should have just called it like 
I don't know. They should it, it, like it was a spinoff. It wasn't even a, a reboot. Sure. It wasn't anything. I just have it. They just happen to wear the same costume. You know, what I mean, like that's like the only connection. Yeah, I just think correct. it needed that costume. They were a little dramatic, but yeah. I don't know. But it was it. I don't know. But Scream Four, I love too. Like you said, and not, also I didn't realize that Allison Brie was her publicist. Yes, I rewatched it recently, and I didn't know who a lot of these people were at the I time. So now I'm like, oh look, who it is? Oh, like I love her. Okay, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, my thought, and again, I go into this um with Kelsey, <laughs> my friend, no. is the the opening scene, kill off, mm-hmm. kill off either Gale or Dewey. And I think I thought you were gonna say Sydney. I'm like, you can't kill Sydney in the first five minutes. I no, but I'm leaning. I say more... kill Dewey. That's what I said because we we actually kill him. Like definitively, he's definitely dead. Definitely, he's dead. Like fucking chop his head off or something. No, yeah, like something shocking where it's like, oh, he's fucking oh, dead. He's like dead, he's dead. like and really shock the audience. Correct. So I think that yeah, they're uneasy. Yeah, great opener. But that also, I think that they should bring back Kirby because we never saw Ooh. her die. And no, that... yeah, she's not, she could be alive. Yeah, totally could be, like, I mean, look at Dewey survived, like, he was supposed to die in the first movie. Do you know that, um, um, God, oh my god. David Arquette? How am I not thinking of this character's name? Oh. Um, not, not Stu, the, the nerd, oh my god. No. Randy, God, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie Kennedy. I heard that originally he almost came back for the third one, and it was going to be that he had never died in the second movie. Oh, that's uh, he clearly died in the second. Oh no, yeah, and, well, they even have like, oh God, I need to call his parents. I'm like, yeah, because he's dead. Like he's. Yeah. There's yeah. no way. I think they realized that was a more convoluted way to bring Correct. him back. So they did the thing where he recorded his, you know, his testimony to be played yeah. later. Exactly. Which was still great. It was. But I think Kirby could totally come back. Like, you never... Oh, please give us Kirby. Yeah. So I think that she should come back. And then, of course, Ghostface is back. And you don't know who it is. And I, I'm i all about a plot twist. So I think it should be mm-hmm. a plot twist where there's a copycat killer. But mm-hmm. then Sydney Prescott be- just snaps. And she's like, I'm fucking over this. So she becomes Ghostface and kills off Gail and kills off like everybody she's like this is ending here with me now and she kills all these people off and then has uh whoever the original killer was and whoever i don't know i haven't mm-hmm. gotten that far yet they have a big <laughs> fight at the end and then in my mind the cinematic beauty of <laughs> them like shoving sydney prescott like from stairs or something and then she gets impaled with something but she she lets out one last scream but she like dead dead so you know like oh she dead dead so you have to to, like you're starting fresh if you want to scream six it's fresh because i just i think five is a good limit because i feel like (laughs) like i love the nightmare on elm street sad ending for her though it is but like it's dark i'll give you that you gotta let it you know be done you know? you know what I thought was the mistake in the fourth one was when they made you think that Gail had died. And I thought, oh. Like, oh, wow, what a twist. But then she was fine. I she was, was like, totally oh, fine. And was yeah, like, like, that's not as exciting. Yeah, I was ho- I, not hoping, well, kind of hoping. Like, well, it kind of was. I wanted like, to be like, shocked by main, something. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, oh, this is predictable. They're all going to be one happy family at the end. Like, kill off one of the main characters. I think someone should have died from the third one. Correct, too. Like, like it seemed really convenient that they were all just like, chill again yeah exactly i'm like mm, okay like though i know i heard that originally the third movie had a very different plot Same. and it was a lot darker 
and then they retooled it because of um like it was after columbine i think that was what it was and so yeah um and i always wonder how 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 different different it would have been yeah yeah you know who actually is my favorite it's my favorite like revealing of a killer scene from a horror movie when i was a kid (laughs) have you ever seen the movie urban legend uh oh yes but it's been so long what's like the whole movie you're like who is this killer like who is trying to kill all these people and you it turns out to be rebecca gayhart who played like the best friend named named brenda of course and she just like has a whole she was is revealed to be the girlfriend of this guy that the main character killed when she was in high school and she just gives this crazy monologue that i could almost do word from word like (laughs) If I love right yes uh, that's oh, I need to rewatch I haven't seen that in so long but I'm all about a good I remember a twist. part where like it's you know Rebecca Gayhart with her big crazy curly hair yeah it's just it's her hair is like huge like a lion's mane her eyes are so huge I and wish then, she did more stuff too I know I remember the main girl's like you need help and then she's like I have already tried therapy <laughs> obviously it did me no good Natalie it just has like her head shoved between the bars and her huge eyes bulging out of her head i thought this is so campy and over the top but i'm here for this yes i think now you're making me think of um oh 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 i know one movie that fucked me up with the oh god the ending and like oh shit did not see it coming did you ever see that movie the uninvited no i've still never seen that well damn now i can't say anything <laughs> i was like I, I, it came up when i was looking for a horror movie the other night and so is it good though it is one of my favorite of all okay. i can never tell time. based on on how things are advertised anymore so i always ask people themselves because i am usually one that can because i've seen so many i know the mm-hmm. name so i'm like that bitch is the killer that's i knew emma roberts was gonna be the killer i was like i already oh it definitely yeah but halfway through the movie i went I like, like i feel eh. like that's her but i loved it because she i love how crazy she went at the end like running into the picture frame and everything <laughs> like, and actually like stabbing herself i like, was like okay girl it. this movie completely blew, like i was like bitch what and then you, oh, wow. it's one of those movies where you watch it once and you're like, I have to rewatch this. And then you rewatch and you're like, oh, yeah, it makes sense now. Yeah, I kind of want to do that with The Lodge because, uh, yeah. Actually, do you know what was a really great movie for rewatching? Actually, both movies by the structure, but when I rewatched Midsommar, from, <gasps> that's on my list. <laughs> yeah, because rewatching it, it the whole thing is so, so. much it's so interesting how many um clues it clues. gives you the entire movie exactly yeah. yeah that was so that was a mind fuck it was so oh good. the f- the first 10 minutes of midsummer could be its own movie correct it's, it's just truly cinematic nuts. yes that thing like slapped me across the face essentially Literally, <laughs> like, in terms like, of narrative it was so oh my god and i oh, yes i'll get into that more later because that's oh sure that's yeah my list yes so, so who were some of your favorite scream queens when you were, when you were younger? Okay, so I actually I have my top three, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's a, a very even though they're all timeless to me, they're, it's mm-hmm. a very generational thing. So I'll start with yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, <sighs> of course. Halloween mm-hmm. is a great friend. Except we don't talk about um, Halloween. Was it three? 
where oh no the, the disconnected it's not even about the rest of the thing yeah we don't talk about that one season of the witch yeah no. yeah but then you know what movie i love that some people hate on is halloween h2o like i so, love so that movie good. yes i thought that was so fucking cool the way they brought it full circle so with her again good. yeah but yeah. it kills yeah. me because then it's like that halloween that came out in 2018 was like jk this is really yeah <laughs> the second but one. then i was so happy with how good it was that correct I was like, okay, that I was fine, like, yeah and i'm ready for the next one and she was in oh, uh, same. prom night she was in um she was in screen yeah tra- yeah so love her and then next of course sarah michelle giller you had buffy you had scream two cc <laughs> Yeah, CC. I remember watching that and being CC, like, he sounds drunk. Yeah. Don't go over there. And being like, y'all are not going to throw Buffy the Vampire Slayer off of a fucking balcony. Like, I was very dis- Oh, and also, yeah, she was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. And yes, I was going to say, yeah, that was iconic to me. But now that I'm older, I'm like, how do you not wake up from somebody chopping your hair off, girl? Like, what's wow. going on? But the thing is, when she died in that movie, I remember being actually, like, upset. Like, I was I upset. Was, so upset. Yeah. I was like, I, I probably cried. And then... No, I think I did cry. I definitely cried. But then watching it now, I'm like, that character, not Sarah Michelle Gillard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that character, I was like, bitch, you stupid. Because she stops oh, and God. then looks behind her. Bitch, yeah. keep running. You see a parade of people. Keep running. Oh, I know. Like, it just killed me that she was so close to so uh, safety. Close. And you're like, no. Yes, please don't. Yeah, she... Poor girl. And then my last one, um, Emma Roberts. I'm <laughs> obsessed. She's the top three for you. I know, because she's so... Like, it's crazy. And I think it's because... American horse, her work in American Horror Story, because of course she was in Scream Queens, she was in. She is great on that show. But in American Horror Story, she could go from like playing one season the bitch that you're like, God, I hope she dies, I hope she gets murdered, (laughs) to being like the oh my god, I feel so bad for her. The 1984, I was like, oh my god, God. like, and then she even gave her interesting stuff to do. I was happy what they did. Yes, exactly. And then it was it was growth, and I was just like. Oh, I love, 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 love. And I love Sarah Paulson, Paulson but no tea, uh, no shade, but she's like the same. She's just crying and screaming in every single. <laughs> I nearly stopped watching Cult because the first two episodes was her like, oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Ah! exactly. It's just like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 100 percent Yeah, those are my yeah. my top three though. For me, my top three are it's very close to yours. Mine's like Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, yeah. in the Halloween franchise. Then I actually have Jennifer Love Hewitt in yes. the I know because I just think she has such a great scream. Yes. <laughs> And she, even though, like, yes, Jennifer Love Hewitt is not maybe the most amazing actress, but she somehow makes those ridiculous plot lines yeah. seem somewhat weighted in reality. Yeah. And then, of course, Nev Campbell, because I think oh, she yeah. is, she the was, top. I was like, Sydney. I love the evolution of Sydney's style. Like, yeah. she had the, like, red, almost like, it was like black, black, black. It was like a, almost like With a bob red. haircut yeah. in the second one. And then it was, like, longer in the third, and just, uh, 
I just I thought she was the most beautiful woman in the world yes. when I was a child and I wanted to see everything she was in. I do. I love her, but I just wish that she did more horror. Oh, same. I know she was on House of Cards and apparently she was very good, but I just yeah. never watched it. Alright, I also totally forgot Sarah Michelle Gillar was in The Grudge, which was right. iconic as well. Oh, I forget about that. I know. That's I get. I guess for me, I picked a lot of a lot of girls that they've been in multiple, not just like one. Oh, that, that's even better if you yeah. can get it. Yeah. So I'm like, I just remember if I was thinking like I just realistically, who were my favorite ones to watch? I yeah. know it was like, well, oh, 100%. I. I I watched I Know What You Did last summer so Same. many times when I was a kid. Like, And then I was obsessed I mean, with Brandy. So then when she was in the second oh movie, I went, well, this is the perfect movie. I used to... Okay, this is really dorky. I used to recreate <laughs> the glass house scene in my backyard, live in my fantasy <laughs> as a child, and was just like, this is like... To me, I was like, that's so scary to be on top of nothing but glass. And then, oh like, God. it was... That was wild to me <laughs> and then also the first one i mean ryan philippine who doesn't want to watch oh, Prince jr like come on as a because i remember when ryan philippe is at the gym oh. and he like he's all sweaty and yeah. i was like oh my god I'm you're so like there's bad. murder and hidden things for little gay boys <laughs> oh oh yeah because like jennifer oh. hewitt her boobs were just like oh, flopping around the whole movie and i'm like oh, oh yeah. that's like beautiful but then yeah, he's like uh, and then you're like, oh, I have to watch the sour scene again. I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> oh, I was into Ryan Philippe because he was in that. He was in Cruel Intentions, Cruel which Intentions. I he was forgot to see his butt in that one. Yeah. And then he was in Fifty Four, the like Studio Fifty Four movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he was a very key um, early male you sexual yeah, exactly. <laughs> object when I was a kid. One hundred percent. Freddie Prince Jr. I could just even as a child when I was a stupid little you know acne covered child, I still would look at Freddie Prince Jr. and go. He's a bad actor. <laughs> so I just never found him as cute. He's, I thought yeah, he was a bad he's actor. not a bad actor, but he's beautiful. Uh, yeah, he's not that great of an actor, but he is very cute. He's I will very, give him he that. He still is beautiful. Him and Sarah Michelle Gellar oh have my been together God. all this their, time. Their children are going to be beautiful. Oh, yeah. they. I feel like the key to their marriage, though, is they keep it very under wraps. Like, Oh, yeah. That's, that seems like that. Yeah, because there's... well. And he's kind of not in the industry that much Correct. anymore. He's into like cooking and stuff. Yeah. And she's kind of into her whole lifestyle Correct. blog life of it all. Yep. Like I said, 90s actors and actresses that are like, I've made my coin. I'm just going to focus on what makes me happy now. Yeah. And I feel like the industry from what I hear is so different than Correct. what it was in the 90s. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, I don't want to be that famous because that sounds exhausting. Exactly. Oh, with social media and everything, I feel like it's definitely taken a toll. Oh my God. Like, I think about certain actors. I'm like, how different would their careers have been if they had had to deal with social media when that was like, Oh my God. I'm really happy that social media was not really happening yet. When I was in high school, it it kind of like at the tail end of high school, it was sort of starting. Yeah. 100%. (gasps) I don't like that. That's scarier than any movie. That would be, that would be a, yeah. Take a whole bunch of millennials (laughs) in their late twenties and thirties and, um, put them back in high school where social media exists now that's a screen that's a scary movie (laughs) oh my god so what would you say is the movie that scared you the most when you were like younger it could be even be up into like adolescent pre-teenage but like because i know what mine is if you want me to go first yes you go first because i have to 
I can distinctly remember how terrified I was at this movie. Like, if even commercials for it came on TV, I would I, I would laugh. have to turn the channel. Please don't move um, me. <laughs> say what? If I laugh, don't hate me. <laughs> oh, it's fine. But I'm just saying, at the time, I was like 11, and it was the scariest movie I'd ever seen. I remember the first time I saw The Blair Witch Project. And I saw it before they did the retraction of, oh, by the way, this is not actually a documentary. We've been fucking with you. Because people didn't understand the internet at that point. So they thought, no, it's real. Because there's a website you can go to that shows the police reports and blah, 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 blah. And so I remember seeing that movie and thinking, we have seen evil happen on on that tape. Like, evil exists. There's a a witch that killed people in that woods. And yeah, that movie scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> like I couldn't, when I was going to sleep at night, I couldn't look in the corner of my room for like two months after I saw that movie or else I wouldn't fall asleep. <laughs> Literally. I 100% <laughs> agree. Cause I remember, I never watched it. This is funny. Um, I never really watched it as a kid. Not really funny, but people, when I say this, when the next sentence comes out of my mouth, people always giggle. I watched it with my girlfriend <laughs> Oh, cute. Yeah, in high school. And she's not a big, she wasn't a big scary movie person, and I was. And I was like, oh, it's on Netflix. Let's watch it. <laughs> I was like, what the? I don't even want to drive alone at home. I was like, I don't want to go home. <laughs> There's woods around your house. Like, it fucked oh, I grew up. I grew up in a house that was, like, in the country, so it was Same. even scarier. Well, that's, okay, so that's bringing me to, okay, because... Pet Sam Terry scared the shit out of me. It scared the shit out of me until I got older and then I watched it and I was like, it's a big bug. Like, what the fuck? Um, but I have to say, one movie that really uh, mind fucked me because of where we lived, especially, we lived on a dairy farm. And on one side, we had cows. In the back of us, we had woods. And on the other um, side, we had cornfields. So Children of the Corn. <gasps> oh, I couldn't. Yeah, I, that. I couldn't. Like, yeah, there I, were lots of cornfields in my oh, um, area as well. My mom would joke and be like, if you don't do your homework, Children <laughs> of the Corn are coming. And I'm like, she would be like, can you take the trash out? And I'd be like, hell no. It's dark outside. I can see they're going to come get me. And there's. We had a compost pile that you had to go like about oh, 10 wow. steps into the woods to get to. And oh, God. I couldn't. Yeah. It. I don't know. And it, I think it's specifically because we lived in that house and there was corn <laughs> everywhere. And even to get to, because there was like, it was rural country. So to get to mm-hmm. different places, like there was a, a a pond that we would go to and everything like that. You had to walk through the cornfield. I would literally run, put my head down. I was so happy when it wasn't harvesting season and they cut it all down. <laughs> then you could see. Yeah. I'm like, haha, bitch, where's the children of the corn now? But when that shit sprouted back up, I was like, nope. But now I'm where did I, you grow up? I grew <laughs> I grew up and you have to Google it probably. Blackshear, Georgia. <laughs> okay. I grew up in um uh Carthage, North Carolina. Oh, that sounds like a place where you get murdered. <laughs> it probably. People, people would never find you. Yeah. Well that's how yeah. I grew up there predominantly and then in Callahan, Florida, and they're both very uh hicky uh, small town, small minded places. Yeah. So I yeah. <laughs> they, I was living a horror movie. <laughs> like, I just, oh my god! That's I think why. Did we ever even go over why we love horror? Oh no! Did we ever? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Great way to circle back. Wait, wait, why, think, why do you think you loved it? I think I really did because growing up, it was so. I mean, racism. You couldn't be gay. Like it was mm. very, and so I always turned to 
movies and books and things to help me escape. But for a while there, um, cause I grew up very poor. And so we didn't have cable or anything like that. So I turned to books. So my love of horror goosebumps and rl stein mm. like fear street and stuff i loved that but then when i when we did get <laughs> some cable and stuff here and there or whatever i'd watch buffy and charmed and all and then so it just grew from there but it was a great escape because i was like my life is shit so i want to watch this <laughs> and there's something weirdly therapeutic i don't know about murder <laughs> i don't know like something dark like yeah i don't know like if i want to laugh i'll watch a comedy if i want to feel sad i watch a drama but if i just want to like zone out from the world and want to feel like scream can make me feel all the feelings i and like yeah and also i remember i read an article once that said that a reason why people also enjoy horror movies is because it can take you on a similar endorphin rush that like a roller coaster would in a different, I mean, obviously in a different way, but it gives you that same sort of euphoria when you've like survived the scary plot line. And it's like, ah, it's finished, you know? Yep. So maybe that's it. It was like, yeah, escapism for me, it was probably like escapism plus yeah, there probably was something about the thrill of getting scared and it being like a little world I was in for a while. Correct. Yeah. No, totally get that. Cause I don't want to ride roller coasters now because I get motion sickness because I'm Oh, I hate roller coasters. They literally scare the fuck out of me. I used to love them so much, but then Final Destination Three came out and (laughs) (laughs) Final Destination, the first movie, has made me still be afraid of flying. Like ever since I saw that. Oh, I've never flown. I I but that's yeah. (gasps) Really? Oh yeah. It yeah not because of that i haven't flown much but i have flown a a little bit yeah i couldn't log trucks no ma'am Uh -uh. (gasps) (laughs) we are moving away from i love how every time i say (gasps) yeah it's like yes i know (laughs) oh i know i'm just i'm confirming bitch (laughs) i know it's like you understand me if i talk to somebody that doesn't like horror movies like they're like no i gotcha no i gotcha yeah i was into yeah, I guess when I think about it, I was into a lot of fantasy stuff when I was a kid, too, because I was into Buffy, I was into Charmed, mm-hmm. I was into, like, even, like, sci-fi-ish. I remember I loved The Fifth Element. I thought that was great. Not a horror movie, but yeah. just a side note. Yeah, it's So I guess it was probably, like, an escapism thing. Yeah. And eventually, I would say I'm still a horror fan, but I don't obsessively watch, like, every new one that comes out like I used to when I was younger. Because now, like, I've actually never seen the Insidious movies. Like, there's a few that have, like, slipped through my my cracks, for sure. Wow. Okay, so, Insidious, let me tell you, the tea. (laughs) I saw that in theaters, and I... (laughs) And it was crazy, because it was me and a whole bunch of people from high school. We went, and... I actively sobbed and cried and was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. This is too scary, guys. Like, oh my God. I was ready to leave. Me and this other girl, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to like, call her out like that. We were holding each other <laughs> ready to like peace out and leave. Oh my God. Then we rented it like a couple months after it came out on a DVD, Redbox, and we got it mm-hmm. and watched it. And I was like, this isn't even that scary. Like, I don't. Wow. Wait. So I think it was like being in a dark room and like the the sounds and everything so a couple things have been like like the woman in black i watched in theaters and thought it was scary then i watched on dvd or whatever it was netflix whatever i was like this isn't as scary as i thought uh, it was gonna (laughs) be like i don't know i think it's the surround sound that really gets me when i'm in theaters but in city oh yeah oh definitely 
it's funny how when you're younger you can love a movie and think it's like so great and then because i remember they made a sequel to urban legend called urban legends final cut and it was set at a film school oh and i remember yeah yeah, I went to see it in the theater and I loved it. thought it was the best movie <laughs> in the world. And then by the time I bought it, when it came on DVD, I put it in the DVD player and watched it. And I thought, is this the movie I watched? Yeah. <laughs> like, I liked was. this movie. Yeah. So I think the thrill of seeing a movie in the theater, like even a bad horror movie, can make it exactly. better than that's it, how it is. Have you ever seen, though, a, a movie that was like, so 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 bad though because i've had i've had one in particular oh, like just i as i was watching like the sample yeah oh for sure like um i was gonna say the main reason i don't watch a lot of horror movies anymore is because i have so many disappointing mm-hmm. um experiences now when i watch new horror movies i'm like well that's dumb like yeah. case in point i loved the conjuring i even love the conjuring too but when they made the movie the nun so bad that movie was so bad i literally laughed at we the climax where you're supposed to be screaming yes. i was dying of laughter we saw that in theaters we were so pissed Ugh. so pissed i did not see it in the theater i would have been very upset oh we were so upset we thought about but there i'll never forget the time me and a group of friends went and saw don't be afraid of the dark Mm, i haven't seen that actually people were getting up and leaving and asking for their money back it was so bad the little creatures that were supposed to scare you were so cute i was like oh my god those are so cute (laughs) everybody was like when they were like beating one to we were like oh no and like you're supposed to be like oh yeah kill it like it's a mean and i was just like that reminds me when i was a kid also i loved the gremlins movies even though they're almost low-key horror movies but they just happen to be pg enough to be a kid's movie exactly like the first gremlins movie there's a terrifying scene where the mom is like home alone and like one of the gremlins is in the house and it scared the (laughs) fuck out of me when i was a kid i yeah I, i feel like uh another movie that scared the fuck out of me even though it wasn't horror did you ever see that movie oh what was it the toy soldier where like the toys come to life and they literally no. they literally attack children <laughs> and like i don't know why that scared me and i was like how is this i want to say if i'm not mistaken who was it what was it about maybe i'll know what you're talking about um i remember a boy he got like a, a gi joe action figure or something mm-hmm. like that and then oh wait is it it's not a horror movie right it's just it's really not freaky. yeah it's like a, is it called toy soldiers yeah with kristen kirsten dunst, kirsten dunst that's who it was that i was thinking okay of. yes okay yeah yeah i've seen that oh, okay good oh yeah that's no yeah so small soul small soldiers i yeah because that movie yes it's not a horror small movie but it's yeah. pretty yeah, it's pretty terrifying. It is. Okay, it came out in 1998. I was right. <laughs> I was for some reason still thinking of horror movies and forgot yeah, what I said like, no, but it's right. actually not a horror movie. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But I knew, I was right. like, I want to say it's Kristen Dunst, but yeah, it was. Yeah. It freaked me out, though, when all the, the dolls came to life and, like, wrapped around her and drug her to the ground, and I was like... Oh, God, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. It was, <laughs> no, it was freaky. That, that was, like... It was like, it was like the Gorgonites. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was so campy. I loved it, though. Oh, God, yeah. I, I haven't thought about that movie in a I long probably, time. Yeah. I, <laughs> really, I just couldn't remember the correct name of it. <laughs> 
So before we go to break, what have been some of your highlights of like newer horror movies? Like the past like 10, 10 years or so. <sighs> okay. Let me think. Okay. I definitely Midsummer. Yes. Amazing. Um Yeah, that and Hereditary. Just, see, everybody like, says I'm, that you watch that and uh, I want to. Have you not watched Hereditary? No. <gasps> and everybody's like, you need oh. to watch it. Oh, it's will fuck you up. It I know. Really, so it's Midsommar. really good. Yeah, but I'll talk about Midsummer a little bit later because I have that as another um, thingy. But yeah, sure. Gosh, it's really because I am admittedly one. Like we watch probably a horror movie every night, like to go to bed. So right. <laughs> yeah, it's me really- and my roommate watch them from time to time. I've, I've lately I've been craving horror movies again, so I'm gonna start watching just even some trash ones. <laughs> Yeah, that's what yeah the trash ones sometimes oh one that really surprised me and i was like that was really fucking good and it came out a few years ago it's called don't hang up and it it has gosh what's his name gregory greg he was in sulkin or something like that he was in where was the red, red, red kinnear um is he an older actor no, 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 no. They're all young. Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. Yeah, they're young. They're like this generation of... All right. Um, yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> probably like 12. Don't hang up. Let me see. Don't hang up. But it was really... It came out in 2016. Yeah, Greg oh. Sulkin. Is oh, I definitely name. never saw that. And Garrett Clayton. These are all Disney babies. That's why. Garrett Clayton? Oh, my God. Yes. So the whole premise of it is these three teenage boys are they pull pranks on people and they call them and mm-hmm. pull through like horrible situations like lying to them like oh my god there's somebody in your house blah 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 and it's really fucked up and shitty and so yeah. somebody finally has enough and plays that game on them but like is like truly <laughs> murdering and like it was so good it was like oh god we were like gotta watch that yeah we thought it was gonna be like one of those that you're like yeah it was yeah, yeah, yeah. really good and the acting was surprisingly really good and wow. yeah the the i really fall in love with stories now and i'm like oh okay this is really good and that was me with hereditary i won't spoil it but like out of that in midsommar it's definitely i think the better movie of the two even though i did love midsommar yeah. but it just like it I, I won't spoil anything, but it just does not go anywhere in the neighborhood of where you think it's going yeah. from how it starts. Hmm. And because the director did something that I think directors should do more, which is fuck with your audience more with your yeah. advertising. Like yeah. make them think that people are more prominent than they're supposed to be. Sure. Like, because that's my favorite example of that is Psycho. Because oh, when yeah. I was a kid, I remember watching Psycho and I obviously didn't know the ending or anything. And you totally think that Nora Crane is the lead of that movie. Exactly. And so when she just dies 30 minutes into the movie, I remember being a kid and be like, wait, what? Yeah. Then what is the movie about now? Like, it's, yeah, I wish people would just lean into that more. That's how I felt about Scream when Drew Barrymore died. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Cause you're like, whoa. Cause they, and they put her in the center of the posters as if she was the star of the movie. Exactly. I was just like, what just yeah. happened like oh i will say also, god she acts the fuck out of that scene oh she not, not to talk about screaming so again but my god good. i know it's so good uh, and it was her idea to do that because they wanted her to play sydney and she was like i think it'd be more interesting if i played um yeah. her yeah she i just love drew Barrymore. more period same and 
oh i just yeah i i it literally i'll say it again it set the blueprint of like slasher yes like the new wave not the campy 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 ones because screams a little bit yeah because like mid 90s slasher films had really gotten to like a low low quality level and that made them remember oh these can be actually scary and really smart and entertaining like it was comical like the the later uh nightmare on elm streets and friday the 13th i was like this is comical like this isn't Oh yeah, I, it was so meta. It, yeah, one hundred percent. And I, which is what I, I think everyone loves about it so yeah, much. Correct. The last thing though that I can think of, besides to break away from, because I feel like I've been talking a lot about like slasher movies because those are my favorites <laughs> and stuff. So another type of, I guess, really thriller, mm-hmm. possibly horror? Question mark. The um, like shark movies and stuff like that. Forty-seven <laughs> oh years down oh yeah like those types of movies oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. those can be scary that was super scary i mean have you seen it no but i saw i remember i saw the trailer for it and i went oh god it is i i I don't know i have a weird because i do like uh, in at the end of the day i do love slasher movies more than anything else same something about like that whole thing so they're in mexico supposed to be having fun and uh, side note mandy moore okay bitch like Oh my god! Love you, and they get in this cage, which I would never do shark diving like that. And no, it never. Drops all the way down, and then they have to sw- try to swim back up. It scared the mm-hmm. shark, my dog. <laughs> she. Oh my god! I don't think she's a fan of sharks. <laughs> she was just like, "What?" Because there was a lot of music and then a lot of jump scares with sharks. Oh and god! Like looking, and she said no, and she went to the other room. She literally jumped up and was like, "No." And then there was a <laughs> one that came out. It was as equally as good, but I still like the first one. But movies like that where it's a fresh take on scary slash horror, mm-hmm. where it's not the typical somebody's running around stabbing people and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I well, stuff that's like realistic horror. I mean, yes. obviously not like, but like stuff that realistically could sort of happen right. to you. That that freak, that kind of shit freaks me. Out. Yeah, because like, how many times have you? been in high school and heard like oh there's a mass murderer that's killing off right and yada 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 but like oh homegirl went on vacation got ate by a shark okay that's believable and that's really scary it's like a real life like though do you know what slasher movie did scare the fuck out of me i mean it's not that new anymore but i remember when the strangers came out that movie was so scary because they have no motive they're just doing it because they're sociopaths like that's terrifying the second one was like that too and Oh, I see, yeah. I never watched the second one because I was afraid it would be awful. Oh, no, it's so good. But it's one of those movies oh, where we watched it and <sighs> somebody dies off way too soon and you're like, oh my god, what the fuck? Mm. It, I won't say who since you have yeah, yeah, yeah. me and my husband. Were I guess I know someone dies. Yeah, oh no, somebody <laughs> dies in this movie. But we we literally <laughs> were like, they did not just kill X, Y, and Z off. Like, what the well, fuck? Like, we were... Well, The Strangers, the first one, was even just like, they were so vicious with the um, main characters yeah. in a way that they usually aren't in horror movies. Was, oh, God. That's, yeah. <sighs> I think that is scarier. Like, yeah, I love a good story. I'm like, I'm killing people because of X, Y, and Z. But when people are like, they were just doing it for the hell of it, that's scary. Yeah. That's a social. That's what I think makes the Halloween franchise so scary oh, because yeah. he's just killing he's so people. Obsessed. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to get Delory Strode to kill her and I don't care who gets in my way. Like, Homeboy, yeah. no rhyme or he's just like fuck it i'm gonna 
and he like does not care yeah. like he has no um no flex to give no empathy yeah <laughs> Zero <exactly. empathy. laughs> oh god well we're gonna take one more little break and then i'll have a game to play with you afterwards awesome And we're back, and in honor of this horror movie-themed episode, I decided to play a little game of Mary Fuck Kill Horror Edition. I'm ready for it. Um, I will be giving you three different <laughs> men of the horror thriller genre, and you will have to, of course, choose one to marry, one to fuck, and one to kill. Which, honestly, you probably want to kill all of these people in some way. Oh, okay, I was going to say, Ryan Philby, done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Freddy Krueger, mm. Jason, mm. Michael Myers. Oh, gosh. This is a hard one. Right? Okay. <laughs> Automatically because I can't fuck with pedos, would kill off Freddy Krueger. Yeah, it's a good choice. Yeah. He, no ma'am. Um, <laughs> I would, uh, fuck Jason. Mm. That would be a, a hell of a time. And then I would marry uh, Michael Myers, because who doesn't want to have a Halloween? I mean, he would be so in love with me. He's completely upset. Like, I could have a bad day at work and be like, uh, Susan from accounting pissed me off. And he's like, done. Gonna go murder this bitch. I'll go kill Susan from accounting. I'll go kill Susan. Like, he would be so... And I mean, I feel like we could decorate for Halloween all year and just have a good time. Aww, that's me. sweet. Happily ever after. I like that for you. Yeah. Love that journey for me. Yeah. Okay, next category. These are all men of the Scream franchise. So... Billy Loomis of Scream, Mickey of Scream 2, and Roman of Scream 3. That's so hard. Um, They're all hot in a certain kind of way, I I admit, back in the day. Uh, Gosh, this is really... Okay. Yeah. I feel like I would have to kill off... Who was it from the second? Mickey? Mickey. Yeah, he would. I would have to kill him off. Yeah, he's he's fucked. Yeah, 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 he didn't do much for me. And then Roman, though, he and I love that actor. Yeah, I would fuck him, and then I'd marry Billy. Mm. <laughs> oh, well, you know, if Billy is like committed to you, he's really committed to you. He's so committed to exactly. He and I mean, he's the. He, I mean, he. Yes, I would have to. Yeah, yeah sorry about it. Okay, next category. We have Leatherface, <laughs> Pinhead. And Pennywise the Clown. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's getting freaky up in here. Are we talking Tim Curry Pennywise? Are we talking Bill You can be, uh, whichever one you choose. Okay, if it's Bill Skarsgård, I'm marrying him. Oh, wow. Um, Pinhead, I would kill. Oh. Yeah, because he... No, actually, I lied. I'd kill Leatherface, because... That's it. I don't want to do nothing with Leatherface. Yeah, he probably... Yeah, gross. I totally... Yeah. And then Pinhead, I would... <laughs> I would have to, like... <laughs> I could get, like, acupuncture <laughs> at the same time. 
I don't know. I'd, yeah, I'd marry Tim Curry. So either way, Pennywise would get married. Okay. Because I mean, that's that's scary. a happy ending for Pennywise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, next category we have Candyman. Oh. Hannibal Lecter. Oh. And the Jigsaw Killer. Oh my God. Um. Hmm. Look. Okay, I would kill. <laughs> I would have to kill off um Hannibal Lecter because I just can't get down with that. Like that makes. Uh, anytime you watch a movie in like Silence of the Lambs is one where people eat like cannibal stuff, like uh, uh, it makes he's like cooking the guy's brain. Yeah, uh. it makes my stomach hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Um, and then Jigsaw, I mean, he's really committed to you as well. Yeah, but he comes with a lot of baggage. <laughs> so. He does. He has a lot of issues to work out. I feel like I would. Fuck Jigsaw and marry Candyman. Because okay. Candyman, if you read really into it, is all about the social, like, <laughs> the social classes and everything like that. And he's for yeah. people. So we could be married and kill yeah. people off. Well, not me, but him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the people he cares about killing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then last three, and these are all, like, ones I legitimately uh, think are hot in their own ways. So we have Jack Torrance of The Shining, mm. Norman Bates of Psycho, and Patrick Bateman of American Psycho. Oh, this is a hard... Oh, my God. Yeah. I wanted to fuck Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates so bad when I was a little... A little I thought he was so hot. The the in, Oh, my... That look. And he's actually gay. The actor was gay. In real yeah, life. so I'm about it. Oh. I yeah. feel like I would... Yeah, I would... I would kill off Jack. Yeah, he's gotta go. He's toxic. Yeah, I mean, so toxic. And I would just <laughs> really, I mean, because Christian Bale. <laughs> like, my God. I mean, I, I would be fucking him. My God. Yeah. But that, if you marry him, you get to fuck him all the time. Yeah, no, but I would kill him because who doesn't want to own a hotel? <laughs> I don't want to know that one. <laughs> Not that one. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> and never go after a guy with like mommy issues. But I have mommy issues, so. Oh my. No. Um, well, I have daddy issues, so I mean maybe we're a match made in heaven. Yeah, I would have to marry him. Just because he he yeah. also, again, OG, like. Yeah. But then yeah. I don't know, it's so debatable because when you think about psycho, like or American psycho, he you're always left at the end like oh you know what i take everything back mm, i take okay. it back i would kill him off because i just remembered he murdered a dog and i don't did he though that's the thing but even i don't think he did i know but still i take it back i take it back okay. well- yeah, He's, yeah. I'm killing him because even if he didn't, he imagined it, and that's not. I'm not <laughs> kill people all you want, but when you mess with animals that are helpless and defenseless, yeah. I can't deal with that. But I hate that part of that movie too because you hear it. I just don't. I don't like. Yeah. It. So he's dead. I'm fighting okay. Jack <laughs> while all these ghosts watch, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. marrying Norman. <laughs> okay. There we go. You're like, you're fucking here. Well, and yeah, and that was Mary Fuck Kill Horror Edition. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
learned a lot about your type. Yeah, my husband's gonna be like, I'll, <laughs> I'll sleep on with one eye open. <laughs> so, wrapping up, are there any last minute recommendations? What? Just like things you want to highlight? Yes, 100%. Found these movies that I've never, I've always seen like them advertised, but we never watched them. Mm-hmm. We watched them, but they're one of those movie. Uh, it's a trilogy and yeah. it just keeps getting worse and worse. So the third one I do not recommend, <laughs> but there's three of them. It's called VHS. Have you? Oh yeah. I heard about that. Girl. <laughs> so it, it's one of those like um, Blair Witch project moments where it's all done like self-recording. It's not. Oh, like found footage. Yeah. Found footage and stuff like that. I get into found footage. Same. Like we, we've been really, I've been really big on that right now, but like VHS, the first, for those of you that don't know, that's <laughs> a video. I don't even know what it stands for, but it, it um, <laughs> it's like these, these guys are going they're they're sketchy con artists or whatever. And they're going to break into this guy's house because um, somebody said, we'll pay you if you get this tape back, we need this tape. But then they start watching these tapes and there are five different tapes that have five different completely horror stories on it. Mm-hmm. And it just, oh my gosh, it was so good. The the one of them was so good that they actually had a spinoff movie that we're going to watch soon. And it's oh just, yeah. But you have everything. So you had one like that was a slasher. You had one that was like a uh, demon girl, like one that was like a, a ghost. And Are they like movies within the movie? it's like it's kind of like um i'm trying to think of like the like they're just vignettes is it like the ring where it's just like a weird tape no yeah no it's a full length not a full length like maybe 10 15 minutes a piece of like Mm -hmm. here's a story here's a little snippet of this yeah and then after they watch it they're like oh my god like what did i just watch and like but then other shit goes down. But the second one was good too. But then the third one, we felt like, oh my god, it was so bad. And then they end up stabbing a dog. Oh and I was like, we're done. <gasps> yeah. I hate. Oh my god, we were talking about this. Me and my roommate. Whenever there, a dog shows up in a horror movie, I'm like, don't you fucking touch that dog. Did you? Yeah. We. Yeah. He. They stabbed it, and we were like, and it shows. No, it shows it. <gasps> oh no! Especially. Oh, I remember when I was a child. There was this movie called Fear with Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, and they. Yeah. Oh. I can't. And they killed the because they put the dog head through the dog door like he's coming inside. Then suddenly they dropped the head, and I was like I traumatized from that image. I, it was too much. I, yeah. I. Because uh... we had a dog that looked a lot like that dog too. So I was. Like, oh my god, no. Um, does the dog die.com is like my best friend when it comes to horror movies? I, <gasps> is that a thing? It's a thing, and it, it has all <gasps> the movies. And like, anytime we're watching a movie, as soon as a dog comes on screen, I pause it, Google, and it tells you it'll say, like, oh, this movie, nope, the dog doesn't die. Yes, the dog dies. Oh, wow. And we stop. That's a it's called does the dog die.com. Yep. It, wow it, thank you for the education because we all i always they go into other animals too like that i mean oh that's good to know because sometimes i'm on edge the whole movie so i'm worried yeah, about the dog and then yeah. nothing happens i'm like that's a waste of time on the dog exactly that happened in what was the movie the meg again a shark movie i don't know maybe i have a fetish with sharks um i think you like shark movies i do i actually do i really do um deep blue sea loved that loved shark i was into like yeah the animal horror movies i remember being into anaconda even though it's kind of comically bad now oh my god it was so oh i used to love because i biggest fear 
snakes. Oh, I hate snakes. I hate snakes. I hate snakes. In any one time, I was in my bathroom at my parents' house. Say that. Nope. And they said, "Zach, are you in the bathroom?" And I said, "Yeah." They're like, oh, "I'm just staying there for a second. I'm like, "Oh, okay." And I finally come out of the bathroom. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, "Oh, nothing. There was a black snake that was in the, in the laundry room next to the bathroom." And I'm like, "Oh, my God. I'm moving." <laughs> like. Yeah. so we're never sleeping in this house again exactly burn it down yeah totally but there was a there was a dog in the meg mm-hmm. and you think like the whole time but he's fine we, we killed it I, I, do... I like when they subvert the genre they say no no the dog's, the dog's okay yeah exactly yeah it was just oh i think it was the meg now i'm re- i watch a lot of shark movies <laughs> but yeah uh, we, apparently I highly recommend um you went to Sharknado? <laughs> no, uh-uh. No, no. If it's that far out there, and plus Tara Reed, I'm like... No. I do say, you... Because my friend got into these, because she listens to this podcast called How This Get Made, where it's about bad movies. Mm-hmm. You need to watch the last... Because I haven't watched any of them but the first one. I did watch a little bit of the first one, but I watched the last one. It was one of the craziest film experiences I've ever had. And it's, like, so fully self-aware about what kind of movie it is. And I've never laughed so hard, like, lately. I I, I recommend. Uh, I might need to just watch it just to be like, this is I mean, it's so short. It's, like, an hour and 20 minutes. Like, it'll barely take up any time. Okay, good, yeah. (laughs) Like, at one point, Tara Reid is, like, a robot head. And she's shooting lasers from her eyes. And it's just, it's truly bonker balls. Insane. That's uh, where is her Oscar? <laughs> I hated Tara Reed's scream in Urban Legend because she had the most obnoxious scream in the world. I could not stand it. I was could not wait for her to die. Yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna go watch Urban Legend because I. Oh, it's I love it. I, it has Jared Leto in it. Also, it's it's a lots oh of. Uh, I haven't seen lots it of little babies. Really a long, long time. When I love when a horror movie turns out to have a female villain because oh, it doesn't happen yeah. that often. That's why I think I loved Scream Four so much. Is I was like, ooh. Well, my favorite part about Scream Two is when you find out it's like Billy's mom is like the mastermind behind it. And I was like, yes, bitch, fuck him up. <laughs> you killed my son. I was like, oh, this is great. I loved it. I remember this one read that Sydney has where she's uh, the, you know, Laurie Metcalf is doing her whole like monologue about her son. She's like, you raise a child and you teach them and guide them. And Sydney's like, and abandon them. Yes. <laughs> the library is uh, open, Sydney. I'm like, read her to film. I really <laughs> Love it. And also the original Friday the 13th, people always forget. Original killer. Yeah. Not Jason. Mm-hmm. That was like the gag when I was a kid yeah, because yeah. I somehow, I somehow didn't see the first Friday the Thirteenth. I saw like a sequel with Jason, yeah. so I finally watched the original and I'm waiting for just Jason to show up and suddenly it's his mom and I'm like, oh, that's cute, it's his mom. Yeah. And then she's the killer and I went, oh, okay. Oh, different. Yeah, I don't think it's funny because I don't even think that. I think the first Jason movie I watched was Jason Goes to Space. <laughs> oh my god, Jason X. Jason X. Yeah, that's right so bad oh my god so they talk about that on that podcast you should watch if you haven't listened to it it's okay. called how this get made it's really hilarious they talked about jason x on uh, an episode also uh, that's yeah but i remember watching nightmare on Elm street the first original one it was the first one <gasps> and baby uh, Depp. i mean oh god it was so good so good that scared me and what, which one is the homoerotic one is it the second one yes oh my god and i didn't get it of course watching it young but now i watch it i'm like oh girl there's a documentary about it that i want to watch i can't remember what it's called but it just goes into all of the other gay content of that film it was super gay so gay so gay (laughs) 
Yeah, I guess for me, like newer ones that I have liked the most, I do think, I think The Conjuring is about as solid of a horror franchise as you can kind of get. Like the third one was not quite as good as the first two, but I do feel like it's it's um, it's still pretty. It's like well acted they're like fairly well written like you know they're, they're okay like i've yet i've only been disappointed by the the spin-off ones Correct. honestly yeah the nun was awful the nun was awful i didn't think annabelle was that great it's just you know i that's like hard stuff to get to get right yeah annabelle the first one like the there were parts that were good but i yeah. enjoyed now there's so many annabelle i think it's the second one that they did yeah it was better. Yeah, it was better. And then the last one that they Annabelle comes home was very. Meh. Yeah, maybe has there been? Wait, I'm going insane. Has there been a Conjuring three, or is there only been two? I think there is three. There is. I know. It's, I love these movies. I can't yeah. <laughs> it's because oh, I get so I get them all confused. I'm like, wait, was that the third one, or was that Annabelle comes home? Like, I, I honestly whole yeah. timeline. Funnily enough, I didn't. I knew a Love Victor. I the main actor i was like he looks familiar mm-hmm. he was in annabelle comes home oh oh that that's what i'm thinking of then that's yeah. what I, that's what i'm thinking of for like conjuring three <laughs> well i guess we should save a little something because i will be appearing on your podcast also <laughs> listeners it will also be released today so if you want to hear us talk about even more about the horror genre you can head over to the podcast sunshine steven but of course, we end every episode with a segment called The Last Actress Who Made You Feel Something, where I ask my guest, Stephen, who was the last actress who made you feel something? I had to think long and hard about this, but then I realized mm-hmm. that because I kept going back to the same actress, and it just... And I watched it. I was late to watching Midsummer. It's Florence mm-hmm. Pug, by the way. <laughs> um, very. I was late, like a year late. <laughs> like I just watched it in like February, I think March, April ish time, and it wow. blew. I was like, "This is beautiful. This is amazing." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, I, I'm sure somebody else has done something for me since then." And I kept thinking back to it, and I was like, "No." And here's my reason to why she made me feel something. She was so good at portraying every like you felt sympathy for her. <laughs> Not to make yeah. the fucked up shit, like the first 10 minutes, like with her, the whole suicide and murder thing. Yeah. And then you have these dick guys that are like, oh, we don't want her to come with that. And I'm like, seriously, dude, she just went through something horrible. His friends are fucking awful. Yeah. So when they started to get killed off, I was like, mm whatever oh yeah it's like oddly like therapeutic movie yes it is and so like i'm not like of course i'm not like a the number one thing that most psychopaths said i'm not a psychopath <laughs> like i'm not i don't <laughs> or anything i'm not crazy but the fact that at the end of the movie where i'm rooting for her and i'm like good for her oh oh when he burns up in that thing i'm like you know what fuck him my finger (laughs) good fuck him i'm happy like you you well but also the thing is it's to me it's not even like oh fuck him it's also like dude you kind of created this circumstance yeah like you were if you had been there for her she wouldn't even be here right now and this wouldn't be happening thousand percent so the the fact that i i I was able to put myself in her shoes and be like, oh, sometimes even when it's written to where you're like, you're supposed to feel bad for 
mm-hmm. happening. I'm always like, mm, not real. This time I was like, not nah, burn them up. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So do you want to tell the listeners where they can find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me. It's all the same because I was lucky enough to have it all be the same. Sir mm-hmm. and Rice on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It, it, that never happened. I'm even on TikTok, but no. <laughs> if that's going to still be a thing. if the Yeah, I'm like, this might be dated in like a month. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't even. Um, we shall see. Yeah. If it's well, if it's what true is true, it's it, pretty gross. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But yeah, Sir Stephen Rice. And I honestly, to be 100%, I'm mainly on Instagram. But the same oh same yeah. like twitter I, I have a twitter but like no one goes to it <laughs> I, really yeah. I think i have like 600 followers but i just i just keep up good for you girl i got like 80 <laughs> <laughs> i literally <laughs> i use twitter to look at tea and see like what's going on in the world and then to oh yeah, it's great for that like okay Katy perry when's your new album coming out like what's going on <laughs> Well, thanks for going into uh, this half of our crossover yeah. episode on horror. Talked so much. <laughs> All right, listeners, and I hope you've enjoyed the Sunshine Stephen in Another World horror crossover party. And like I said, if you want to hear more of our conversation, head over to the Sunshine Stephen podcast. And if I'm currently speaking to Sunshine Steven listeners that have wandered over this way, well, I would love to have you join the party over here on a consistent basis. So please subscribe for more content. And if you want to follow the podcast, you can follow on Instagram at In Another World Pod or on Twitter at IAW Podcast. Or you can find the Facebook group In Another World on Facebook. And I will see all of you lovely people here next time. Hope you watch a spooky movie tonight. Bye.